But now go to chapter 6, because I want to show you something. 5, 6, 7. Chapter 5, now we're in chapter 6, chapter 7. So we would say we're in the middle of his talk of three chapters. We're in the middle. In Matthew 6, Jesus expresses some expectations, assumptions, or desires he has of his disciples, not commands. That's the second point I want you to think about in your mind. First of all, who's he talking to? His disciples. In chapter 6, he gives them a series of assumptions. He assumed they were doing these things. Expectations. He would expect that they were doing it. He didn't tell them to do it. He just expected they were doing them. Desires. As his disciples, he just, I mean, he says, this is what you'd be doing, right? You're already doing that, aren't you? He isn't belittling them. He isn't cajoling them. He's not forcing something on them. He's just saying, now, you're doing this, aren't you? Kind of like the piano teacher saying, you warm up for 15, 20 minutes, don't you, doing that? to get your coordination. Jesus, now, now watch how he does it. Notice Jesus never commands these disciples to choose to do these disciplines. He doesn't say, I command you to do this. He just states them as assumptions that they would already be doing this. In other words, Jesus said, this is what I expect you are already doing as my disciples. Now, what are the expectations? Well, there are three of them. Jesus assumed three things, and, and I'm going to just run through chapter 6 with you real quickly, he assumed that they would be giving to the poor, he assumed that they would be praying, and he assumed that they would be fasting. And, and watch this as you read. Notice the way Jesus introduces these three spiritual disciplines, starting in chapter 6, verse 1. In verses 1 through 4, Jesus assumes they would be giving to the needy or the poor. It was Christ's expectation, as they sat in front of him, on the hillside, it was his expectation that any disciple of his would be concerned and engaged in giving to the poor and needy. Now, let me read it like you're sitting there and you're hearing him say this. Verse 1, chapter 6. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men. Did you catch how he said that? He didn't say, do charitable deeds. He says, when you're doing your charitable deeds, don't, don't do them to have people watch you. You notice that, that subtle way he put it? To be seen by them, otherwise, continuing in verse 1, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, verse 2, when you do a charitable deed, don't sound a trumpet. Do you see? Jesus is saying, you're doing this, aren't you? These are his expectations, his desires. He's assuming anybody that's his disciple is going to be involved in doing these charitable deeds or alms or giving to the poor. He just is, is telling them, make sure you do them the right way. You're going to be doing this, but make sure you do it the right way. And it's kind of like saying, when you wash your hands, use soap. <laughs> I assume you're washing your hands. Make sure you use soap. I assume you're washing your hands. He doesn't say wash your hands. He says, I'm assuming that you do it. Okay, so don't sound a trumpet, verse 2, before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have their glory from men. Assuredly, I say unto you, they have their reward. It's whatever anybody thinks of them in the moment. But the one whose opinion lasts forever doesn't think that was good. That was what he's saying. Don't do stuff for people to commend you and pat you and see you do it. Now look at verse 3. But... When you do a charitable deed, 
How does he say that? You're going to be doing these charitable deeds, right? You all do charitable deeds. You, you all give to the poor, right? You all give alms. You all do that, right? But when you do it, I assume all of you, if you're my disciple, you're doing that. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Wow. Now look up and think about that. What Jesus just said is, if we intentionally, privately, prompted only by the compassion of Jesus Christ, give to a poor person that will never, ever repay us. They couldn't. We'll never see them again. They don't have the means. They won't live so long. They'll never have two nickels to rub together. If we do that, look at verse 4. Your father, who is everywhere present, knows everything, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. Could be in this life, but most certainly when none of us are in a hurry, God's going to unveil all the secret, compassionate, sacrificial gifts that any of his disciples and followers and servants have done for all the universe to know about, and he's going to reward us openly. So that's number one. Well, that's interesting. That was the first discipline that disciples were all sitting there going, Oh, I haven't thought about that. You know, I'm a disciple. I gave up everything to follow Christ. I didn't know I was still supposed to give to the poor people. But here we go.